Hi everybody and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life and your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body from where you are right now to where it is that you really want to be. And today I am in the mobile studio so I apologise for any ambient noise that's coming through from the car and the road and the traffic surrounding me. but. I'm trying to fit everything in in the busy schedule on this Sunday as I go to pick up my eldest daughter from a, a shopping event with her, one of her friends having a little bit of an outlet this afternoon, so that's really nice for her. Now this coming week, <coughs> being a Sunday, I've got a challenge for you, a challenge to dramatically improve your health over time to dramatically improve your level of uh, focus, your level of energy that you have, it is guaranteed to work. Now, in terms of how much benefit you're going to feel, really depends on how you're living your life right now. And specifically, right now, I'm just going to talk about food and water. Now, if you are a long-term listener to me, you can go through and uh, search the Mental Toughness and Body Show, um, either search nutrition, food, something like that, and you'll hear me talk about the, a detailed meal breakdown, talking about more and more uh, various concepts around supplementation and so forth to help you get the most out of the fueling of yourself. Because... I want you to think about how you fuel your body is like a high-performance motor vehicle. You cannot put normal fuel in a high-performance motor vehicle and expect it to run really well. Or if you don't put that much fuel in any type of vehicle, how far does it go? Well, not as far as if it's got a full tank. Not as far as if it's got the right fuel for the motor to get the highest performance out of that engine. And our bodies, I want you to think about in the same way. If we don't fuel ourselves with with the correct type of fuel for our bodies, and it can be a little bit different for each person's body, then we are not going to get the most out of ourselves. Because I've been doing this in my own body for like over 33 years, And have I been eating exactly the same foods for 33 years? Absolutely not. The foods I eat now are way different from what I ate right in the very beginning of my body transformational journey. As we get older and as we get to understand our bodies better, we find that if you're listening to the cues in your body that it's sending you, you realize that there are some foods that just don't work for you as well as others. Uh, For instance, uh, high-energy carbohydrates are a great example of that. Here I'm talking about complex carbohydrates, things like rice, grains, pastas, breads, uh, potatoes, those types of high-energy foods or complex carbohydrates. I prefer the term high-energy. When I first started out on my journey, I used to eat a lot of bread, like a lot. I'm talking at least half a loaf of bread a day in sandwiches and then at night time I'd also have a couple of muffins like English muffins and that was to help me bulk my body up fuel the enormous amount of uh, weights that I was lifting etc etc I don't eat bread at all now 
Why? Because I've found that over time that it actually leaves me a little bit bloated. It doesn't make me feel good. Um, so it doesn't work for me. Uh, I tend to uh, mainly eat brown rice for many years. I've eaten brown rice. Now my coach, my strength and conditioning coach, he suggested that I, he wants me to experiment with my food. And, and that includes experimenting with uh, the plant-based food, uh, such as um, things like broccoli, carrot even, uh, cauliflower, cabbage, to see what's the impact that this has on my body. For instance, cabbage and beans generally leave you a little bit more bloated. Uh, but they can leave some people more bloated than others. Now, for pretty much all of last year, every single lunch that I had was a what I'm going to call a crunchy salad, which uh, the main base of it was cabbage, whether it be green cabbage or uh, your red cabbage, Chinese cabbage, whatever you want to call it. And I thought I was okay with it. But I've gone through a, a phase where I just excluded it to see, okay, what is the impact that it's having on my body? And I don't feel as bloated. Now, I didn't feel like I was uh, tremendously bloated. Pardon me, I got a bit of indigestion now previously, but since I've eliminated it, I find that, well, actually, yes, there was a difference. Um, introducing quinoa into my, my diet, or brown rice and quinoa, I find that it does make me feel a little better than just having brown rice by itself. Is it a bloating feeling? Is it something else? I find that I just seem to absorb it better. And my coach put me onto that and he said, us older blokes, because he's around the same age as me, uh, tend to find we get more out of the quinoa than, say, some, some brown rice. So I thought, okay, well, uh, let me give it a go. And did it, found that's what the the benefit was in my body. So I'm, I'm experimenting over time and working out the veggies that uh, tend to work better for me and other plant-based foods and uh, proteins as well. For, oh, well and I'll give you another example before I give the specifics of what I want you to do. Red meat. I would eat red meat two to three times a week previously. And, you know, there's a lot of misinformation about red meat out there, about it, um, you know, increasing your risk of heart disease, etc., etc. Um, so I, I just did two to three times a week. But since working with my strength and conditioning coach, he suggested I have it two to three times a day because it's the, the heme or the hemi, however you want to pronounce it, H-E-M-E, that is in the red meat that really does help us get some more energy. So like the iron, iron levels and so forth. And um, I moved to doing that. Now, that was a big change for me in the last 12 months. And I was curious to say, well, what was the impact that that was going to have on my body? Absolutely zero impact on my cholesterol level, if that's the best indicator of you know, dramatically increasing your, your red meat intake. Zero, zero change to my, uh, my good cholesterol and my bad cholesterol. It was still in the very, very low, very healthy range after being on it for 12 months. So that was a pretty good indicator to me that, okay, clearly there's no indications here that this is causing me harm keeping on doing it and I've found that it does have an impact on improving my energy levels um, so I keep doing it 
So that just gives you a, a bit of a snapshot of some of the things that I've tried over time and to give you some idea of some of the things that you can experiment with too, as I'm gonna go through and give you a few different options here as well. So for the next seven days, depending on where you're at, I want you to make some modifications to the way that you're eating so that you can feel what the difference is in your body. Because I can talk about this stuff, but until you feel it through your own body, you're only going to pretend that this is some fictional thing and oh yeah, that sounds like it makes sense, but unless you try it, you're not gonna feel it. Unless you feel it, you're not gonna believe me. And unless you feel it through your body, you don't get a chance to experience the benefits that I'm talking about. And the ones that I really want you to feel right now are more energy, which will lead to more focus in whatever pursuit you have right now. It just makes you better, okay? So, you may need to pause, write some things down, come back, listen to it again, because I'm gonna run through this fairly quickly. <clears throat> Pardon me. The principles of this next seven days are six meals a day. Now that's, might sound like a lot, but it's breakfast, lunch and dinner, and three snacks. Now let's go through breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm gonna talk about the principles. I'll give you a couple of examples, but I'm gonna quickly fly through all of this. All right, so I want you to make sure that you're getting a good serve of protein in for breakfast, a good serve of plant-based food, and a good serve of high-energy food. Now, there are various ways to do this. I eat slightly differently to this, but we can save that for another time or go and search for my podcast on high performance eating and I'll give you an indication of uh, some of the slight modifications that I make. And it's all around my high energy carbohydrates. I'm not eliminating, but it's about the timing of when I have them. But for you right now, I want you to say breakfast, lunch and dinner. I do want you to get high energy food in, but it's about the portion. I'm gonna give you the portions right now. So when it comes to your protein, I want you to think about um, your palm of your hand. This is the easiest way to do it. Your palm of your hand, chop off your fingers, and that's about the size of the protein. Now, uh, let's just think about an evening meal, for instance. This will be the easiest one to think of. Think about chicken, okay? A reasonable sort of thickness in your chicken breast and about the size of your palm, okay? When it comes to your high-energy food, there I'm talking about your, your rice, breads, pastas, etc. Make a fist and about the size of that on your plate, okay? Now, if you want to do a detailed meal plan with me, I'll give you the details at the end, but I'll give you more specific measurements. We use a metric cup, and I'm very precise with exactly what I want you to do. But for right now, just think, form a fist, and if that's rice on your plate, that's how much I want you to have. When it comes to your plant-based food, here I want you to think about two to three cupfuls, okay? And whether they're frozen vegetables, you can just do the, the frozen measure. If they're cooked, do the, uh, you know, do the cooked weight. But if they're frozen, or fresh, sorry, before they're cooked, do the, the pre-cooked weight, I'll measure is what I'm talking about. So metric cups, 250 mils they are here in Australia. I want you to do two to three cups of those. Mixed vegetables, try and pick at least three colors, pick the ones that you want, but exclude potato. Okay, because your potato goes into your fist one, which is your high energy carbohydrates. Okay, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, do that. Okay, you've just got to work out 
what are the different ingredients that you want to use? Okay, maybe you're using um, vegetables. Maybe you're using uh, salad. Maybe you're using uh, a combination of those things. When it comes to your protein, maybe you're using some things like um, some eggs uh, for breakfast. Maybe you're using something like uh, chicken, steak, fish, beef. To keep it simple right now, just think palm. Now, if you're going to use eggs, for right now, I'm just going to keep it simple. I, I do get more precise than this, but I'm going to say two, two whole eggs to keep it really simple for you, okay? Because most people right now are probably not getting a lot of protein in at all, so this is still going to be uh, an increase. If you want to use egg whites, use about four egg whites, okay? But for right now, just say two eggs if you're going to use eggs for breakfast. If you're going to do a smoothie for breakfast, probably two, two scoopfuls of a really high concentrated whey protein, uh, which is, is going to give you about 25 grams of protein. Put in, say, a cup of frozen fruit, some water, blend it all up, there's your meal right there. Okay, put, sorry, put some high energy food in there, maybe it's some natural muesli, something like that. Um, a few spoonfuls of that, um, up to half a cup of uh, natural muesli in there as well, that'll work really well. Okay, so there's a few different options for you there. When it comes to your snacks, I want you to think about not a full meal, but we're talking about, think about plant-based food. So maybe it's a piece of fruit. Uh, depending on your appetite and depending on uh, your body size, it might be a case of a couple of pieces of fruit or some fruit with some protein, say some fruit with some low-fat, low-sugar yogurt, for instance. It might be um, some rice cakes, um, uh, some crisp breads, maybe like two to four pieces of those, maybe even with a bit of avocado or some peanut butter or some low-fat cottage cheese and some tomato, or you get uh, a low-fat cottage cheese and cut up some carrot sticks and some celery or um, even some broccoli or things like that and use it as a dip, about half a cup of it. Um, that can also work really well. Uh, some things like some popcorn, um, you know, a really good quality protein bar. I use all the Isogenics uh, snacks, are brilliant. They've got some great uh, protein bars, the best ones that I've ever come across. Uh, maybe some, some savoury, they have some things called whey thins, which uh, give you 10 grams of protein, 11 grams of protein, a light little snack, savoury, really, really nice. Um, so you've got the idea, just some little snacks that are not enough to get you through the rest of the day or later in the day, but it's to get you through to the next meal. Okay? Uh, a snack that I have at the moment for morning and afternoon is a smoothie. I have that as a, a snack for me. It's got my protein in it. It's got my plant-based food in it. Um, I put some omega-3, like some chia seeds in it. It just feels really, really good. Okay, so some simple little tips there. Spread it throughout the day. That means having a morning tea. That means having an afternoon tea. That means having an evening snack. So in terms of timing, if you're wondering on the timing of all this, let's just say that breakfast is at 6 a.m. About two to three hours from that point on, you want to be eating. So that means around 8 to 9 a.m., you want to be having that morning snack. Maybe it's a piece of fruit and some yogurt or one or the other or both. Two to three hours later, so it's maybe 11 to 12 o'clock, something like that, you're going to be having lunch. Then 
around that three o'clock, maybe even four o'clock, that's gonna be your afternoon snack. Six to seven, that's gonna be your, e- um, sorry, your evening meal, dinner. And then uh, for your last meal of the night, um, preferably around that sort of eight to nine o'clock mark is a good, a good place to be uh, to get in that last, uh, last snack. It doesn't have to be a big one. It can just be, like I said, a couple of uh, crisp breads. It could be a small tub of yogurt, uh, something like that. Don't get carried away with just having all your snacks as nuts. Um, and the reason that I say that is that your nuts are highly concentrated in fats, even though they have some good fats in there. Uh, I find personally they don't fill you up very much and therefore you'll still be hungry and may then go for those other other things. So I also want you, like uh, biscuits, chocolate, um, bis- uh, you know, cookies, cakes, that kind of stuff. Now I also want you to use this next week to avoid alcohol, okay? If you have alcohol every night, try and cut it out altogether. If you have coffee, try and cut down, okay? If you have multiple a day, try and cut it down to one a day. If you're having sugary drinks, try and cut them out for seven days. Because I want you to feel what this cleansing of your body naturally feels like. If you smoke cigarettes, okay, here's a tough one. Try and give it up for a week or dramatically cut down because that's certainly clogging up your system. When it comes to your fluids, water, I want you to concentrate on drinking at least one and a half liters of water a day. Now that might sound a lot to you, but the reality is you probably should be drinking two and a half to three. If you don't drink much right now, I want you to start with one and a half. If you're easily doing one and a half, take it up to two or more, okay? It's about consistency. Now I want you to do those things every day for the whole seven days. I want you to track what you're doing, write it down, because that will keep you more accountable. You don't have to send it to me. You can if you want to, but it's about holding yourself accountable to what's important to you. Now, I've been doing it, like I've said, for over 30 years now, and I can tell you that I would not live any other way because your body feels so good all the time. You'll just choose to not live another way. It just feels so good. So, It's up there for you to do. Now, if you want, like I said, for me to do a detailed meal plan for you, um, I'd love to. So go to thementaltoughnessandbodyshow.com, opt in for the free consultation. That'll start the process. We can have a conversation, talk about what I believe is right for you based on you telling me what your your fitness goals are, your health goals are, and uh, then we can... Um, start the process of getting you set up with a meal plan. It's a really exciting process. All right, I want you to stay safe wherever you are in the world right now. About to pick up my little girl. And I will see you very soon. In fact, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.